The Hokkaidoi Breakfast Show with Connor Kitto Podcast. Ten years ago today, and I'll ask you first, Cheryl, before I go into my story. Uh, where were you ten years ago today when the earthquake struck? Did you feel it? Uh, no, no, I didn't. We were, I was in Invercargill, yep. living there. Um, my my main sort of memory is at the time I was in the uh, Territorial Army. I was a medic in the Army Reserve. Oh, so wow. we were actually, uh, we I went up to that. Burnham. Um, but we, that's as far as we got, because yeah. they used the regular force, obviously, first. But mm. we went up, there was about 20 of us that went up just in case they needed us. Um, and uh, to for want of a better word, it was kind of exciting from a medic point of view mm. at what we would be um, maybe presented with. But uh, they, yeah, they didn't require us, so we literally drove up, stayed the night, and drove back again. Yeah, yeah, right. But that's, it was that's frustrating. Yeah, well, but um, uh, in hindsight, though, of course, uh, we had colleagues and friends within the army that uh, did did work, and the scenes, the stories they had to tell were pretty horrific. It was a, it was a pretty bad day. Oh yeah, yeah, it was yeah a pretty no bad doubt day. about that. Because if you, for people who don't know, I am Cantabrian, born and bred. Um, we we know that kind yeah, of. Yeah, <laughs> You can hear red and black coursing through my veins. Uh, Tiny often calls me up and texts me, reminding me that the Highland is a better, but that, that's questionable, I think. Um, yeah, so I'll try and try to paint the picture. Ten years ago today, I was, about this time, probably just actually getting ready to go to school. Um, and my school, the year before, after the September earthquakes, Munted, which is a word obviously that became very common after the earthquakes, just completely destroyed. Um, for example, like our chapel split in half, like no joke, split in half and leveled up. It was it was like something out of a horror oh, movie. Yeah. And there were cracks in the ground, uh, at least half a meter wide. And the school was total nothing. You know, yeah. you couldn't build in that land. And then that area was it was kind of East Christchurch, Jellington, Gayhurst area became red zone anyway. It's all parks and everything now. It's just grass and trees. That's all it is. So we had to move schools, obviously, and for a bit we were at this other site for a week, and then before we moved into uh, Cathedral College, which is on Barbados Street, you would recognise, you know, the, the big old Catholic cathedral with, yes. the, with the green domes? Yep, yes, I know where you are. So that school there, and we had all these porticons and stuff, and we were using some of the classrooms they didn't want or didn't actually use anymore anyway. Um, and it was actually pretty cool because the field was massive. It was this massive field with about, basically about six rugby fields in yeah. size. It was huge. It's still quite central with those, yes. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, right in the middle of town. Yeah. Right in the middle of town. Um, a couple of streets over from Madras Street, where the CTV building is, of course, mm. but further further uh, uh, west than the CTV building was. Anyway, so uh, I'm sitting in Tuesday Work and Study, Cheryl. I um, didn't do my RE homework, you see. Shocking. I know. I know. So there I was, sitting there, doing my homework, um, and then my mate next to me starts going, Whoa! And obviously he started. He heard the rumble. He heard the noise of the earthquake coming. And I actually hadn't heard it mainly because I think he was going whoa. Anyway, so my mate's sitting next to me. We're 11 years old. He's shaking his head, going whoa. And then, boom! Just immediate. As Mike Yarley was saying earlier, there was no warning. It was just a, a, an extreme force of nature all at once. You, you couldn't actually figure out what was going on. It was just fight or flight. Go, go, mm. go. And I remember sprinting out of the classroom. Luckily, the classrooms we were in were these porticom things, so the likelihood of them falling over is, is zero because they're just basically containers. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, and that was just because it was a temporary fix for us as a school. And we're sprinting out of the classroom. I look behind me briefly and see my teacher, who was scared, 
you know what yeah. of earthquakes white in the face and i even saw her not a good i won't say who she was but she passed over a couple of students as she was running out the door and, uh, in that moment we won't judge no, exactly it's you know. a pretty crazy time <laughs> it is exactly so anyway we got out the classroom there were these big decks along the front of our classrooms and i remember flying head first down the stairs after i get out of my classroom luckily not that high onto the grass skinning up my front and my in my hands i get up and i start running into the middle of the field because i'm like open space safety right yeah and i'm running and me and my mate just happen to kind of run next to each other we look at each other in disbelief and start smiling and laughing because with 11 we don't know how to react no. right and the cathedral which i was mentioning before the catholic cathedral we turn around which was behind us at the time but we turn around to face it we're running backwards at this point trying to without falling over um and we see those two smaller towers at the front mm -hmm. just crumble to the ground just just to nothing to ash and to dust and it was just we we were smiling to start with. Yeah. We look at it. We look back and just disbelief, white faces. You know. We, I think we maybe even laughed again because we're like, "What the hell's going on?" Well, when you're that age, you don't have the the sort of emotional right. depth to really comprehend. And even no. as adults, like, yeah. just seeing it on the news, it was, um, you, it was the, the stuff of movies. It, 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 yeah. It really was, yeah. and you, you just didn't know what you were looking at. No, it's right. The fact that it was our own country our mm. own people mm. and so then after the dust cloud chases all the five-year-old six-year-old seven-year-old kids around the field and they're running around like headless chooks because they have no idea what's going on yeah. they're terrified naturally uh the school gathered the teachers gather all the kids up and we're sitting in the middle of the field and there's aftershock after aftershock after aftershock and then this priest comes up a local priest who um i think was uh, from cathedral college just to come and check in on us and see how we were doing and he starts doing a prayer for us you know, Catholic school yep. is what happens and um, all the kids, you know, bow their heads and are quiet except for the ones that are crying because they're just terrified. And the, I'm sorry, I don't like calling people of religion these names, but he was an idiot on this day because he went out and he said, let us pray for all the people who have died and been squashed in buildings in the central city. A lot of people have died. To this, like, like this is obviously paraphrasing on yeah. what he said, but he basically just went ahead and told a bunch of 13, 12, 5-year-old kids all the way up to 13 years old that maybe your parent, if, you, if they work in the central city, has probably died. Yeah, it's not the... Uh, you've got to choose your audience. Yes. Choose your time. So, Read the room. So as you can imagine, <laughs> so, I start freaking out yeah. because my mum works and in the, the central city. You're already in a state of just disbelief well, and shock. Right. And then someone that you trust yeah. has sort of throws that at you as well. And I knew my mum worked in the CBD and I knew that she was in, at work. Dad was in Auckland at the time, fortunately, so I knew he was safe at least. Yeah. But mum, I was just freaking out. And she was running, she said. She ran yeah. from wherever she worked to get to school. She ran past people inside of the street with their heads cut open. She yeah, was just... Uh, just scenes of a war zone. Yeah. She got to us. Of course, I was so happy to see her. I, I just, I, yeah, emotion running over you. My little brother, emotion running over us. And then we had to trudge through the middle of the city to get to her car, which I, I don't recall where it was, but we managed to get to it in the end. Yeah. Um, with liquefaction up to our knees, buildings on the side of the road, cars squashed, people and just covered in ash and, and sometimes unfortunately in blood we didn't see anything too traumatic i think yeah. mum would have you know covered our yeah. eyes from that um but i still remember it like it was yesterday yeah and the inability and the inability to get in contact with dad or anyone for that fact on my phone i had a little flip phone after the september oh, earthquake for safety you know because obviously they're like well here's a phone if something bad happens give us a call so yeah. i had that and i was trying to call dad and it wouldn't work because the phones were blocked up they were yes it was awful um 
And then after that, when we finally got home after meeting up with some family friends whose houses were drowned in liquefaction, like liquefaction up to their knees inside of their houses, yeah. um, we took them back home. And that night, I didn't get a, a wink of sleep. It just, I was just terrified. And it, it was the weirdest time yeah. ever. There was, there was just this feeling of helplessness over Christchurch at that time. Because yes. you can't do anything about that. And, you're, and as human beings, we like to be in some sense of control of, of our surroundings. Mm. And to be in that uh, environment, you are just completely, you have no, no one has any power. Yeah. Mother Nature always wins. Yeah. So, and you feel helpless. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's my story. I mean, there's a lot more I could go on and on about, but I won't because we've got to get to Jamie Mackay next to uh, talk a bit about what's happening on the country and maybe even see if he felt the earthquake back 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, if you are today, you know, you were there on that day 10 years ago, you're feeling a little bit down, you're struggling with it all, uh, feel free to get in contact with me, 5009 and share your story, or if you just want to have a chat about it, because I, I understand completely um, where you'd be coming from. But also, just if you know anyone who was in Christchurch today who was there 10 years ago, I reckon it'd be worth just reaching out to them and asking, are you doing all right? How's it going? Um, because I won't lie, I, I'm, I'm pretty good about it because I was young, but some people who may have been uh, working with or knowing people who have lost loved ones, it, it can be pretty tough on a day like today. So just give them a reach out and ask how things are going. Stay in the know with the Hokanui Breakfast with Connor Kitto Podcast.